Hello bisexuals and welcome to a Christmas episode of the Bisexual Agenda. Today I'm talking to my sister Emily about the Grinch. As always, we will sound exactly the same, so Emily will be the person who is mildly robotic and I will be the person who is in the room with you. I hope everyone has had a lovely Christmas and is having a good break and staying safe and staying sane. I know Christmas is very hard for a lot of queer people and we are here for you. Message me on Instagram if you have any Grinch discourse that you want to share with me or just in general any like Christmas film recommendations at the Bisexual Agenda pod. Thank you for listening and I'll see you at the end of January. I haven't actually decided what I'm going to do the next episodes on. If you have any ideas, let me know. I'm going to be having a hellish time at work in January and February, so honestly, wish me the best of luck. I also have some podcast recommendations, as always. So the Fellas Is It Gay podcast, which is made by Robin and Amber, they've done a Fellas Is It Gay to have festive trauma episode. I haven't listened to it yet, but yes, it is. And as everyone knows, YOLO, You Only Love Once, are doing all the Christmas rom-coms, They did Happiest Season, and yes, I agree, Abby is a cancer, she has the most cancer energy. That film is a hot mess. If you have any good podcast recommendations, please let me know. I have kind of run out of things to watch on TV right now, but I'm excited because I know there's a new season of Sex Education coming in January, and hopefully we'll have some new stuff to watch to like get us through the bleak, bleak days of January. I love you and I'll see you soon. Okay, hello Emelino. Thank you for joining me here today. Thank you for having me. Woo, back again. Okay, so this is a mini episode about the most chaotic Christmas film ever made, which is The Grinch. I'm gonna make you do a summary for us because my brain is not working today. Yeah, and thankfully, uh, as well as watching it yesterday, I also this morning just Googled, I just went on YouTube and watched those videos about The Grinch. Oh my god, okay, so you're like a Grinch specialist. I like to see how people uh, summarise The Grinch, and there was also people just making compilation videos of like their favourite bit, which was nice. That's nice. Um, Okay, so. Take it away. We start off, we're in Whoville. Uh, and there's a Grinch, and he hates Christmas and the Who's, and they hate him because he hates Christmas, and he also causes a lot of terror (laughs) throughout the community, and he lives in this, like, cave on a mountain by himself with his dog, Mac, and then basically he goes down to Whoville to cause some chaos, and he meets a little girl called Cindy Lou Who, and she's, like, freaking out because he tries to get her, like, killed. (laughs) (laughs) stop it in a very chaotic scene that will scare any child uh but then she's like you know what i i want to know why the grinch is like this because i don't think we should be so mean to him and she basically finds out that he appeared on the doorstep of two elderly lesbians as a child and was raised by them uh and then he went to school but everyone made fun of him because he was green and he had a beard uh and (laughs) he had a crush on the prettiest girl in school uh and she also kind of liked him but then didn't stand up for him because she's a dick 
Mm-hmm. And then, so Cindy Lou Who is like, okay, I get why he like hates everyone and is like a pessimist because basically he was just relentlessly bullied until he like as a child left the town and went to live in the mountains. Yeah, he goes to <laughs> um, live in Mount Crumpet when he's eight years old. Yeah, literally has no other contact with humans. Like, uh, who's humans? Uh, who's a who's? <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, and then so she goes and finds the Grinch and is like, hey, I, I want to be nice to you. And I think that we sh- you should be the holiday cheermeister at this big uh, celebration that they do in Whoville. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, maybe I'll go. And he decides to go. And he's having a great old time uh, until the old bully, ringleader bully, who is now the mayor of Whoville, basically brings up the thing that made him leave and go and live in Mount Mount Crumpet and also proposes to the prettiest girl in school right in front of the Grinch, which is very mean. And then he's like, fuck this. I'm ruining Christmas. I don't know why I gave you fuck as a chance. Mm -hmm. And he decides to dress up as Santa and steal everything from everyone's houses, like all the presents and all the food. And then he takes it up the mountain and they all come outside and Cindy Lou is like, oh, no, um, but we should all remember the true meaning of Christmas. We don't need any of that shit. And everyone starts singing and the Grinch feels bad and his heart grows three times the size. And then he decides that he's going to return everything and save Christmas. Wow, that was very thorough. Thank you, Emily. Thank you. I don't want to miss out anything because, you know, it's it's a big character arc there that's very important. It's true. I think the only thing you missed is that this film is anti-capitalist and... Oh, yeah. The motivation of the Grinch and Cindy Lou. Cindy Lou is basically yeah. like, everyone's just buying loads of gifts and going nuts, sending presents and spending loads of money... And they've forgotten the true meaning of Christmas, which is, like, community spirit and, like, being with the people you love. And the Grinch is alone at Christmas and no one should be alone at Christmas. And the Grinch doesn't want to be alone. Yeah, and the Grinch is, like, all these who's buy a million presents every year, but they all end up on Mount Crumpet, which is all where their trash goes. Yes, and his dog, Max, like, I saw a thing saying that the dog must have come through the trash, so it was like a Christmas present to someone that they got a dog and then they got rid of it. That is heartbreaking. I know, and it's like, so the Grinch is like the champion of, like, the unloved things. I think that's right. Okay, so my segments I have prepared. I have prepared my favourite fashion moments for the film because my favourite thing about the film is just the costume department really just, like, were given millions of pounds, I think. Yeah, it's it goes hard in the costume department. Like, even the random extras in the background, you're like, they must have spent so long making them look like that. <laughs> it's truly amazing. And then I'm going to debate what star signs the main characters are. I would say, upon watching The Grinch as a 26-year-old, there's so much horror. There's so much, like, body horror. uh, And it's actually (laughs) quite disturbing. It's true. It's like, you're, like, repulsed by it quite a lot of the time. Like, he's he's always eating disgusting things and, like, being generally disgusting. He eats a lot of trash. He eats a raw onion. He eats a raw onion and it's like very juicy in a bad way. <laughs> he also eats glass and he also eats like a ceramic Santa plate. The other, he eats glass just like, doesn't he eat baubles or something? He's just like <laughs> chomping away. 
I don't. I also, there are like so many stunts in this film. Like every single scene, there's yes. a stunt. I feel like that's the kind of thing you don't notice as a child, and then you watch it and you're like, whoa, this is kind of insane. So yeah, I'm. I just want to speak to some people who were involved in the making of the film because I feel like everyone involved in the making of the film must have been unhinged on a level that was just so yeah, extreme. I, I think there was a lot of drugs involved. I think so too, but I'm also kind of glad whenever I see any kind of media that just perfectly represents like pure, unadulterated mania. Um, yeah, it is so manic. Even the bit, like, even the who's are manic. It's not just the Grinch causing the mania. It's like, when they do the big uh, celebration, it's just, like, insane. Everyone's shoving cake in his mouth and everything's spinning around. And you're like, well, it's like the Willy Wonka tunnel scene. <laughs> but Christmas theme. It just encapsulates complete chaos. And yeah, I think Christmas that's kind people. of, like, more enjoyable as a child. And then the older you get, it just becomes, like, actually quite stressful to witness. <laughs> I didn't find it stressful, but I did. I was, like, especially the onion eating part. I was, like, I don't... It's not the kind of film you would want to eat popcorn to. It was a lot. Okay, so... My favourite fashion moments... Well, my favourite moment of the entire film is when Martha May Huvier, who is played by Christine Baranski, love of the podcast life... This is the, the most popular girl at school. Yeah. She is a legend, and I really like when Cindy Lou's mum is, like, trying to decorate their house with the most lights because she, like, yeah. wants to be known as the most decorated house on the block. And then Martha May Huvier comes out with this, like... <laughs> automated fairy light machine gun. Yeah. And like decks her whole house out and then like blows the smoke away from the gun. And she's also wearing this just like legendary oh, outfit. It's just the, amazing. Yeah, I knew you were gonna mention that part. Every every outfit Martha May wears is just amazing. Like in the like final chaos scene, she's wearing this like floor length pale blue gown that has like really feathery huge sleeves. Oh, that's when they're all meant to be in their pajamas. Those are her pajamas. She's a queen. I just love every outfit she wears. And then my other wardrobe highlight is the candy cane extras. What? Did I do you not notice remember. them? Okay, so there's two women and they are dressed as candy canes and they're wearing like body stockings. Are they like assistants to the mayor? No, they're just kind of in the background a lot of the time, but they have these, like, pink and white candy cane body stocking outfits on, and then, like, it has, like, a candy cane, like, stalk coming up from their head. Candy cane stalk. <laughs> they just look really good. I was just like, I'm glad that they gave us this. Um, Cindy Lou's hair. Yeah, I was like, if you don't mention Cindy Lou's hair, but as soon as I rewatched it, I was like, the onion was sticking in my mind, and then I was like, Cindy Lou's hair like looks like an onion it, it does look exactly like the skin of an onion and, and it has like the bits coming off it <laughs> i just get that out of my head i i like the fact that it kind of looks like her hair has been molded around one of those like useless plastic cups you get from like you know those water coolers it just looks like someone was like what can we use to make this hair stand up and they were like well we've got these cups <laughs> <laughs> it's so rigid it's amazing I hope that it was a wig just for her sake. Like, I really hope she wasn't being, like, super glued into this <laughs> hairstyle, like, every day on set. Because she's, like, she so... She went I'm going to Google how old she was when they filmed this. 
She's meant to be six in the film. I found that out. How old was Taylor Momsen in The Grinch? Seven. Oh, okay. So pretty accurate. Okay. I'm really proud of her. I don't know if you're going to mention this, but one of my favourites, this is like one of the few things I've written down, is just lederhosen with multiple arrows pointing at it. Nice. The Grinch is trying to decide what to wear to, to be holiday cheermeister. And he's like having an existential crisis over what to wear, which is very relatable when you haven't been out. Like the first time I go out after Corona, I'm going to be like, my clothes finally can see the eyes of the public. What should I wear? Um, and he steals some lederhosen off of someone on the mountain and wears that. And he's like literally admiring his butt in the mirror and being like, oh, yes. Oh, yes, we're vibing with the lederhosen. <laughs> <laughs> literally, it has an energy of, like, Megan the Stallion. He's just like, you know what? I'm going to literally go off with this outfit. <laughs> lederhosen sheep. I also, like, for the first time noticed that um, her and her family, when they go to one of the events, they have these hats on that have, like, full teacups on. And oh, yeah. You can see the tea, like, sloshing around on the hat. Also, I, I I had a few queries just about the general biology of a who. I know I've already brought this up, but there's a scene where he steals a car from a pair of who's, who are like minuscule, like Thumbelina-sized who's. So I'm like, yes. what is the genetic situation here? And we know from the Grinch being delivered that the babies, when who's have babies, mm. they just appear out of the sky. So maybe that's why there's such diversity in this. <laughs> In the makeup of a, a who. There's some inconsistencies in the Some of them are just humans these. with weird noses, and others are like literal mini people. Yeah, some of them are like cartoons really I also thought that like the town really needs like a more um, clear traffic system. <laughs> yeah, basically they drive around in these weird bubble cars. And everyone's just fucking driving, like, there's no roads. Everyone is going crazy. It's always snowing. And then the Grinch comes along and he's like, like, I'm going to cause chaos because you've created a system that is so easy to mm. cause chaos in. I know, they're like, oh, everything's going wrong because of the Grinch. It's like, mm. like no. The Grinch is just exposing you. Okay, do we want to talk about the star signs? Yeah, I've only written down... Oh. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've I've got some quick quick ideas, but I think you've probably considered this a lot more than mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Okay, so I think we should talk about the Grinch first because Okay. Yeah. I put he's the star of the show. He's the star of the show, and I put on my Instagram what sign do you think the Grinch is? So we're just gonna go through all the answers. Okay. Okay, so the common theme, the ones that came up the most were Capricorn, Scorpio, and Cancer. Okay, interesting. So I also thought, I initially thought Capricorn. I really don't see it. I think he creates too much chaos, like, he is a lover of chaotic energy. I know. Well, okay, so someone said Sagittarius Sun, Capricorn Moon, and Scorpio Rising. Oh, that is compelling. I enjoyed the, like, specificity of this answer, and I did write down in my notes that I think there must be a Scorpio placement. I do not think Scorpio Sun, but I think someone that is motivated by revenge on this level (laughs) has to be a Scorpio. Yes, I also, I put as my main, uh, suggestion Scorpio I just think like he likes his alone time he kind of resents like being with other people but also wants to be invited like he wants to be invited just so he can say no yeah 
uh, lots of people were saying Capricorn, and the reason I don't think Capricorn, and I've discussed this with Olivia, and Olivia's response to that was Capricorns aren't mean. Which, yeah, they don't have to- they don't see the point. Yeah. Well, also she was like, if I hated someone that much, I would just forget that they existed. Whereas he's like, I want you to know that I hate you and I want to make your life hell. It's true. He goes out of his way. He he goes out of his way so much. Whereas Capricorn would literally just chill in the house and be like. I don't give a shit about those people. Exactly. Whereas he's like, I could be chilling in my house, but instead I'm going to go into town, <laughs> a place that I hate, just to try and annoy people. I also, like, I understand. I think there's some kind of earth sign energy because he is very, like, reduce, reuse, recycle Rihanna. Like, he he likes to make inventions out he of trash. He loves schedule as well because he likes to be invited promptly. He needs to know how much time he has to get ready. I appreciate that. Yeah, there's, like, some kind of earth sign, like, side there, but I just think no earth sign would plan to rob all the Christmas presents from a single town, and then their plan of, like, what to do with them is just push it off a cliff. Yeah, he doesn't even think that far ahead to think, what am I going to do with all this shit? Because he's like, hey, it's so bad that you guys throw all this stuff away every year. And then he's like, how about I throw it away somewhere different? <laughs> Why don't I just do it in a more dramatic fashion? <laughs> yes, I agree. I think a Scorpio-Capricorn combination is compels me. Although then I'm like, my whole chart is like Scorpio and Capricorn. So yeah, maybe you're, I'm just being dragged. You're too shy to do this level of like... Well, yeah, I have a lot of Scorpio in my chart, but I literally cannot do revenge or hold a grudge. Yeah, so this is why I think that he needs a sun sign that would fuel this kind of chaos and also for personal gain, because it is purely about him. He needs a fire sun, because I have, like, no fire in my chart, which is why I just can't be bothered to follow through with the, like, anger that my Scorpio side has. Exactly. Well, okay, so this might be not following, like, star sign rules, but basically I always consider Gemini to be a honorary fire sign, and I think that he could be... Oh, controversial! I think he could be either a Leo sun or a Gemini sun. Really? Because I I think a Sag sun. Oh, no. And I know that you just don't want to say that because that's you. Well, I would never think of that because... I don't think he's sad at all. Like, okay, he's sad in the fact that every time he, like, has made his, like, mental illness into, like, a comedy for himself. <laughs> uh, but that was also a reason why I was like, it's definitely some Scorp energy because he, like, is very connected to his mental illness. Like, he's aware that, like, he's kind like, of depressing. I'm sensing Scorpio in the fact that he basically has one crush for his whole fucking life <laughs> and hates anyone else liking that person. Like I deeply I deeply relate with that. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a Scorpio moon. Oh, yes. Okay, let's say Scorpio moon. I'm just not settling on a sun sign and I think it's hard to decide a sun sign of a character that is like so larger than life. It's true. He's just chaos, which is why I would say Sagittarius. But, you know, we'll we'll agree to disagree. Yeah. The reason I thought Leo is because Leo's a very, like... um, I think he's too much of a homebody to be a Leo. Yeah, but he's also not. Like, the only reason he decides to go to the party is because he knows his nemesis is there and he's going to be presented (laughs) with an award. (laughs) 
Okay, okay. Yes, he's a very complex boy. And he also loves screaming, which is quite Leo to me. It's true. He has, like, a whole speaker system so that he can shout at people who come too near where he lives. (laughs) (laughs) And I just think, if he had the right... Like, not all Leos are this, like, outgoing, bubbly persona. Like, if you've got the right mix of, like, water in there, they would stay inside for, like, 20 years. (laughs) Okay, you are making good arguments. That's my argument for Leo, and then my argument for Gemini is, I do think if you pushed a Gemini far enough, they might just be like, I'm just gonna go live in a pile of trash with my dog and just, like, create my own, like, chaotic universe that only I live in. I just know too many, like, the only Geminis I know are, like, the most chill people ever, so... Okay, that's true. I just think Geminis often have very messy rooms, so, like, I can imagine them, if they went too far, they might live in a skip. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, should we discuss Cindy Lou? Okay, Cindy Lou, I think she's an Aquarius. Yay, that's what I said too! I think she's an Aquarius because it's very Aquarius to be like, Dad, I'm questioning the belief systems of this (laughs) universe, and I think we're doing it all wrong. And her dad to be like, how are you doing, Cindy? (laughs) (laughs) Literally, she's like, I want to interrogate the structures of our society, and I'm only six years old. (laughs) She wants everyone to understand why what they're doing is bad and why the Grinch deserves a chance, you know? She just wants everyone to, like, coexist and be on the same page, because she can see that, like, the Who's hate the Grinch, but they've, like, created the whole reason why they hate him. And the same goes for the Grinch. Like, Yes. Well, the Who's created the Grinch. And I think the Who's need a kind of external hated figure in order to feel like what true. they're doing is okay. It's true. Um... Yeah, I think she's got to be Aquarius. I also love the fact that she basically is like, I'm going to become an investigative journalist. <laughs> like, Yes, I agree. She's like, I like this Grinch tried to kill me, so how about I go to the mountain where everyone's terrified to go and just break into his house to have a chat? Like, she just wants to get through to him. Like, I, I love that. I think that's, yeah, and also, like, Aquariuses are very capable of, like, mass-level change just by, like, not really doing that much. Like, she doesn't create any drama. She kind of just says, like... She just hears the facts. Everyone, like, fucking deal with it. Yeah, she's like, here's the facts, and then when the mayor is, like, oh, well, it says in this book here that the Grinch can't be the cheermeister, she's like, on which page? (laughs) (laughs) And what about it? <laughs> yeah, that's very Aquarius. We like we're quite like sticking with the rules, but we will rebel if we think that the rules are just fucking bullshit, you know? Exactly. And like she doesn't feel fear, and I think people kind of mistake Aquariuses for like being aliens. And I'm like, I think Aquariuses just like don't respond to things in the way that we think people would. So the fact that she's like. I'm kind of scared, but also I'm intrigued by what's going on here. We love a, we love an underdog. We love a little mystery that needs to be solved. And then I think the mayor is a Leo. Oh yeah, that's why I put I put Leo for the mayor and what's her name? Martha May. Martha May. So I think the mayor has to be a Leo just because he always has rollers in, like. Yeah, literally he's all about the look that he's about to turn out. He's all about the look, but also he's, like, become a public figure just so he can, like, get attention. 
Yeah, he does not give a shit about the who's. He doesn't care about the who's at all. And he also does a very manipulative public proposal, which... Oh, God, yeah, public proposals should literally be banned. Please never propose to someone in public. If you're considering it and you think it's a cool surprise, no, 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 don't do it. Like, you're creating a situation where it's really difficult for them to say no. Um, literally. And also, why do you want it to be public? Like, that's literally what a wedding is for, to be like, hey, I'm inviting everyone to come and see and like basically just do this celebration for the sake of other people don't make the engagement also that yeah and there's like a difference in between like i'm gonna propose to you at like a event where other people are there like i'm gonna propose to you on new year's eve when we're like with our friends that's kind of different to like i'm gonna propose to you in the middle of a train station (laughs) like If the people around you are people that they know, like, I still wouldn't do it, like, in the room with other people, but if you're, like, oh, we're, like, having this really nice time with everyone we care about, and... Because a lot of people want, like, their friends and family to, like, be around when it happens to, like, celebrate. Yeah. But, oh, God, just, I think the risks are too high, too high. The risks are too high. Like, what if you just look like shit today, and, like, your fiancé (laughs) doesn't know? (laughs) That's the only thing that terrifies me is, like, what if I look just like shit? I genuinely worry that I won't look good in any wedding photos, so I'll just have to pretend that I didn't get any done. <laughs> well, I think you could invite, like, two different photographers to the wedding. I'm literally going to be like, I need a whole paparazzi, please find my angle and take that so many photos. Or just you so- could do, like, a wedding photo shoot, like, the day before. Oh, yes. Or the day after. I don't know. Not the day before, because then the outfit is ruined, but... It's true. It depends. Okay, I'm glad we, I'm glad we, we took this detail. And also, I do think, the reason I think the mayor being Leo and the Grinch being Leo makes so much sense is because that's why they have such a, like, ego battle. It's true. Because it's, like, the evil, both evil Leos, but, like, in very different, uh, like, flavours. They're both, like, quite self-serving. Well, yeah, because also they're kind of, like, vying for the attentions of Martha May because it seems like the mayor and her aren't even in a relationship because they don't live in the same house like she he just like basically is like hey I want you to be my wife you can't do that mate (laughs) (laughs) okay so Martha May Huvier you think she's a Leo I think she's a Libra I did write down Libra yeah she has that like ethereal presence but also I think she's too like dominating to be a Libra she also like barely speaks in the whole film though like I think she only has that kind of aura because she's so glamorous. I don't think she has the true Leo, like, attention-seeking aura. That's true. She just happens to be there and looking beautiful. Exactly. She also talks about how important colour coordination is to her, and, like, I understand that to be a very strong Libra trait. (laughs) Okay, I agree. I agree. Uh, Also, just the fact that she's very, like, horny on main, like... Not true. She, it's literally like, this is a children's film, but she wants you to know that she is ready to get fucked by the Grinch at any moment. <laughs> Even in, like, the throwbacks to her being a kid in school, she's, like, seductively licking a lollipop. I'm like, Jesus Christ, woman. Martha May cannot be contained. And also... all like, oh, the Grinch, damn. <laughs> I think it's, like, very Libra to just be proposed to in public and just not reply. <laughs> <laughs> yes 
Like, she just takes that. the ring and puts it in a box and is like... Libra, being a Libra is like, just everyone is in love with you and you haven't even, like, considered the fact that they are. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess. <laughs> We're, like, casual friends. <laughs> I didn't think of one for Max, but he has a dog. Um, oh. Mm. I was also kind of confused because when we paused the movie, it like comes up with the actors who were in that scene, and there was an actual man actor who is playing Max. <laughs> <laughs> and and the dog who played Max is a girl. She's called like wow. I remember. So she there's a girl dog playing Max, but also I think there's a man doing his growl sounds, which like kind of weirds me out. I am. I don't know what to do with that information. To be honest, <laughs> well, I paused it. And I was like, Olivia, why does it say that this man is Max? And she was like, I don't know. But wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm confused, and I'm just gonna pretend you never told me that. Okay. Yeah. Everyone wipe that from your memories. Sorry. Max is kind of just like the friend who has to go along with all of your ideas just to make sure that nothing goes horrendously wrong. Exactly. He's like, okay, I guess I'll come with you just to make sure you don't die. I always think that he has quite grommet energy. Because he's literally like, are you fucking kidding me? But I guess I'll have to come just because you're my bestie and I need to try and control the chaos. Oh my god. Okay, well we should talk about Wilson Gromit because we've watched like all the shorts now. And I was happy I rewatched them. It was fun. I love Wilson Gromit. It's a very nostalgic thing for me. It's very nostalgic, and I was worried I was going to be too scared, but I think I'm finally grown up enough to not be scared. Oh, wow. I've made it. I love that Wallace is just, like, so stupid. Wallace is a fucking bimbo. (laughs) (laughs) Wallace is just, like, bringing a bimbo chaos. That's why I think he's sad, because he's just, like, he never understands what's happening, ever. No, and he's, he's, like, especially in his rom- romantic endeavours, he literally has no awareness of other people's <laughs> Also, um, I think it's quite sad to be like, the person I fancy doesn't like my favourite food, so they can't be trusted. <laughs> yes. Oh, and he's just, like, so optimistic and a little bit chaotic, but, like, in a lovable way. Yeah, he also, like, can't hold down a full-time job. He's, like, a window cleaner, inventor, like, cheese enthusiast. I think the problem is he just has too many talents. He doesn't know what to do with them. It's true. I'm very excited to, like, rewatch Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Even though I've already watched it this year, it's just, like, one of my favourite films. I love it. I really like Eclos Shave, though. Yeah. What was I going to say? I, I identify as a grommet, but also I've been told by a lot of people that I do this when I'm like when I'm like really stressed out, I do like the grommet like where he waves his hands in front of his face. Wait. I think you mean Wallace. Did I say grommet? Yeah. I mean well, one, the bit the parts where Gromit like rolls his eyes or like covers his eyes with his face with his hand because he's like are you a fucking idiot? But also when Wallace is like freaking out so much that all he can do is like go ah with his hand. It's hard to explain on a podcast, but hopefully someone will understand. It's okay, I can like post a gif being like, this is what Emily means. I genuinely do that. When when I'm so overwhelmed, <laughs> just like overstimulated and I just can't function anymore, I just do that. <laughs> also, I think one of my like favourite movie moves of all time is when he starts turning into the rabbit and he puts that like hat on. Oh, 
<laughs> I love that part so much. It's so funny. Oh, okay. Oh. He's like, oh no, my crush has come to the door <laughs> to have like an emotional heart to heart. And now I'm turning into a fucking rabbit. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Well, we all go through these things. So, I mean, it happens to the best of us. I do wonder like if American people have watched Wallace and Gromit. I don't know if they would really... Well, I don't want to say they wouldn't get it, but... (laughs) If you want to understand what real British people are like, Wallace is the, like, the blueprint of a British person. (laughs) I love it. He's so fucking pasty as well. It, (laughs) It helps that he's, like, made out of plasticine. It makes him look extra pasty, but he has that real British skin. Ugh, okay. I feel like we've thoroughly unpacked the star signs. Okay, so my closing remarks about the Grinch are, I love that song that Cindy Lou Who sings. Where are you, Christmas? How can I find you? I mean, it's actually, why can't I find you, but... (laughs) I know, I know I was doing it wrong, but I was, like, committing to it, okay? (laughs) I've I, never had such a fucking negative response, okay? <laughs> I love that song. It's I, true. It I really think has it, such a beautiful energy. It's very pure, and I think she really she really tried her best for this film. Like, It's true. She actually did a good job. <laughs> she deserved to be the star of the show. The performance was excellent. <laughs> the performance of a lifetime. For a seven-year-old, it was pretty good because, like, most child actors are just terrible. No offense to them. Yeah, she really committed to the role. Also, another fashion moment, which I didn't actually get to fully see, but it appears that she has some kind of like furry backpack. She appears to have a furry backpack that she wears because you see the like fuzzy like straps when she's wearing her coat. But I really wanted to see it from the back to know if it was like a teddy bear. Ooh. That would have been cute. Because she does wear a lot of, like, whimsical kind of looks. It's true. She's a six-year-old and she's a who. So that's... Maybe it goes the other way around, though. Like, when you're a child, you wear your serious clothes. And then the older you get, the more, like, crazy your fashions get. Yeah, and then I guess... I just think The Grinch is a very gay film. Oh, 100%. As I've said, just it's literally a story about a battle against homophobia and capitalism. I know, which is very gay. And also just like having such a shit time at school that you are like, maybe I should just live alone and never speak to anyone again. And also the fact that like the person who's who like fancies him is like too ashamed to openly do it and that crushes his self-esteem. Like, damn. Martha May does have kind of some stuff to answer to you because he made her a very nice Christmas ornament. <laughs> and like he puts in so much effort. Oh gosh. She doesn't like yeah, she doesn't stand up for him in front of the class and like She lets him down. We love a story of like gay chaos. Uh, gay chaos. The other thing I've said is it's the only Christmas movie that like uh, encapsulates what it's like to work retail at Christmas. Yeah. Um, like the scene, any scenes in the post office, that, like that's genuinely what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also the part where he's trying to sleep and there's Christmas songs that he can hear. And he's like, shut up. Like genuinely, once you're once you've been working retail and you've just been listening to the same Christmas songs on a loop, you're like, genuinely, there's some that if I hear, 
rage. There's rage that comes in me, you know? I feel that way about the Kelly Clarkson Christmas tree one. Um, no, I like that one. That one just used to play so loudly at my work that, like... To be fair, like, it was sometimes I was like, this is too stressful, but other times I was like, yes, this is, like, the push that I needed to continue. She just belts it a bit too hard. I do like the, um, the Leona Lewis one. I don't think I've heard that for ages. I do want to say, though, working retail um, and hearing the same Christmas songs over and over again did make me fully appreciate Last Christmas. Because there was a moment where I was like, this is a song of gay heartbreak, and every year straight people listen to it. Last Christmas, and now it's one of my favourites. It actually has so much emotion contained in it. It goes hard. Like, literally, the very next day, you gave it away. That's, That's crushing. I would just never resurface. <laughs> okay. Thank you for giving me some Grinch discourse. Thank you for having me. I'm gonna just, like, veto the fact that the Grinch is not a Sagittarius just because that's too damaging to my self-image. Um, I think that you're censoring the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Only one person said that he was a Sag in my, like, Instagram poll, so... Yeah, but I thought that you need to put you need to put a poll just saying is the Grinch a Sagittarius? Okay, I'll do that right now. Yes or no? I think you're just trying to get away from the truth Maybe. by asking targeted questions. Okay, I'll I'll put that poll up and I won't be afraid of the answer. Okay, I'm just gonna find a GIF of Wallace doing the Wallace thing. That's good. Okay, great. Together as a team, we can do anything. 